Happy Sunday. Welcome to episode 16 of the My Supreme Self podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is all about gaining tools to better understand ourselves and in turn how we can better show up for others in the world. I'm so grateful you're here and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. Every day in the month of January, I will be sharing tools to become more self-aware, so be sure you subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Today, we are talking all about our environment and how your environment matters. Before we dive in, let's pause and take a deep breath together. For the sake of today's conversation, our environment is referring to where we surround ourselves, our city, our home, our family, our friend group, our place of work, really any external environment. Our external environment matters and it has a huge impact on your overall quality of life, our mental health, and our decision making. When it comes to making decisions, our environment matters. Just like it's hard to eat healthy if you have a kitchen that's full of unhealthy food and it's really hard to make good decisions when you're too busy to think. Um, Just as our kitchen influences what we eat, our office influences how we make decisions. And so I wanted to talk about today how we can create a more conducive environment for ourselves in order to make better decisions without having to completely move or doing anything drastic. There's no one environment that works for everyone. We all respond differently to different stimuli. As somebody who grew up in a fairly small town in Iowa, it is a very different environment than how I live today. I live in New York City. I've lived here for around seven years and I can confidently say that being in a different environment that is almost polar opposite to the way that I grew up, I think differently. The way that I wake up every day and make certain decisions because I live in New York City is very different than than how I would wake up and make certain decisions if I lived back in my hometown in Iowa. And it's really important to understand what your value system is, what we talked about yesterday, understanding our values. And this can really help determine what city that we choose to live in because people think differently. Um, You know, you can probably assume all of the stereotypes of living in New York City versus living in Iowa or living in Denver or LA or Toronto, London. Every city has its own specific pace and its own way of thinking that can really impact the way that we make decisions. And I learned that you know, in college when I, you know, went to a state school and I knew that I wanted to live in a big city. I didn't know if it was going to be Chicago or LA or New York, but I just knew that there was something within me that wanted to put myself in a different environment where you're surrounded by different people, different cultures, different perspectives, and it can really help you grow. Now, for anyone listening that has ever considered living in a different city than your hometown, you know, like taking a big risk, like moving to New York or LA or Chicago or any new city, for example, I would encourage you, but also caution you in a few different ways. 
I would encourage you to do it because life is short. And if you are being called or if you have the strong desire to live in a bigger city, take the risk and do it. I moved to New York knowing no one. I found an apartment on Craigslist two weeks before I was meant to move in. I lived with two girls that I had never met before. I knew nothing about living in New York City. I moved here with two suitcases, no furniture, and I figured it out. But also, I want to caution you because unless you are content and happy within, no matter where you move, that won't change. And so I think that's a big indicator of making sure that you know that just because you move doesn't mean you will feel differently. It could absolutely influence different decisions you make throughout your day-to-day life in terms of maybe being more motivated to follow your dreams, being surrounded by like-minded people and having a community of people that support you and are also wanting to go after similar dreams and goals. And I think that's great. I think those are the the main benefits of changing your environment and moving to a city surrounded by like with like-minded people. Absolutely. But if there's one thing I've learned in my years of traveling to different countries, different cities, whether it be on a vacation or longer term, you are always going to be with yourself. And so if you are unfulfilled within your own life, just because you move to a different city does not mean that will automatically change. So taking into account your own mental state, making sure that if you do choose to move to a new city, really think about why. Is it based on a decision that you're unhappy with your life and you think that moving to a new city will change things or is it meant to help propel you into the next chapter of life Um, again better opportunities a better community of people that can support you maybe family being able to support you um, that kind of thing so those are my 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 caution as well as encouragement if you are considering moving to a new city I recognize that Often, we may not be able to move to a new city or change jobs as easily as we may want. So there are a few ways that we can design a better environment based on our micro environment, our you know, things that are within our immediate control versus having to influence or change our macro environment, like the way that we, the city that we live in or our job, those larger environments that we put ourselves in. So here are a few ways that we can design a better environment. Number one, build an environment of comfort and organization. When I tell you that my life is significantly more organized and I just feel happier when my space is clean and tidy, there is nothing more true in the entire world. So being able to come back to a space that is comfortable, that you feel safe, you're able to come back and rest and rejuvenate and it's organized, I think is the easiest way that we can control our immediate environment. And this holds to be true if you live alone, if you live with your family, or if you have roommates, having a space to yourself where you know you can come back and you trust that it's comfortable and organized in the way that you want it is my 
highest tip in ways to better design our environments. Creating a more comfortable environment could also mean lighting candles, having lighting or plants in your space, creating a playlist of music that you love, making sure that when you walk in, you feel at ease and comfortable. Another huge tip that I learned, especially during COVID, is the Marie Kondo method of organization and tidying up. And one of her biggest principles is getting rid of things that no longer spark joy or serve a purpose in your space. I learned that if you have things just in storage or clothes that you no longer wear and you haven't worn it for years, there's power in getting rid of it and knowing that it's okay that it no longer serves a purpose in your closet um, and knowing that you can either sell items or give them away to charity can make your space feel so much more organized and minimal and so going through your closet getting rid of things that no longer serve a purpose can be a really good exercise to make your space more comfortable and more inviting another easy way to refresh your environment is going for a long walk or a hike or drive or bike ride just to get a different perspective Growing up in Iowa, my favorite place in the world was going out to the barn and riding horses. It was just a, an escape from the day-to-day that I could go and feel extremely refreshed. And in New York, you know, going on long walks on the West Side Highway or going to Central Park or going on really long bike rides can help you change your perspective without having to move or going on a expensive vacation. It allows you to have like a mini vacation from your day-to-day life that can help you design a better environment and also just refresh your mental state, can help you think more clearly and take a a, a mental health break from your day-to-day routine. Investing in your space and your home is an investment in your life and creating an environment for yourself that you feel proud of and content and safe and organized will help you make better decisions, be more organized in other areas of your life. And I think taking the time to be intentional about your space and creating a environment of comfort by having plants and comfortable you know, blankets and just the little things you can control within your space can really make a big difference. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I think it's so important to consider our environment when we are making changes in our life. And although we may not always be able to change our macro environment or where we live and our job, we can take small steps in our micro environments or creating a clean and organized inviting space by getting rid of the things that we no longer need or that no longer spark joy in our lives there's a lot of ways that we can create and design a better environment for ourselves be sure to subscribe on spotify and apple podcasts so you don't miss an episode i will be releasing a new episode every day in the month of january be sure to visit mysupremeself.com and subscribe to our email newsletter and follow on instagram be sure to tune in tomorrow where we will be talking all about empathy which you won't want to miss I hope you have the best Sunday and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow.